Good morning, isn't it? So nice we brought the sun back with us from the Philippines. I heard it was rainy since we left. Interesting. But uh, I want to just share some testimonies, just really what the Lord's put on my heart. There's so many. I just started going through scripture after scripture after scripture. And God is so good because he knows the beginning from the end, doesn't he? And I just feel so confident that he's going to release something fresh this morning for you. I tell you, any, uh, let me just say, before I get going and rolling, is that everything I say, the three of us were a part of. We prayed together as a team. It wasn't, you know, Miles or Joe or Faye. Or it was, we always were together as a team every place we went. It was the three amigos. Okay? So it was really, really, it was really good. And God is so good because he, he really wants to have us understand this whole thing of operating as a team and operating together in the Spirit. And there were so many phenomenal testimonies. I don't even think I can, I can speak them all today, but I'll try and give you an overview. I had, you know, I, at one point, let, let me just pray with you, okay, to just open your hearts to faith because I really feel like there's something of a release of faith I was shaking under the power of God in the back room, so I know God's going to release something fresh. I don't come in and shake. It's not me. But I came in and started shaking as soon as the team hit, laid hands on me in the back. So, Father, I thank you for the power of God, the raw power of God that will be released today. Father, we thank you that there's an open heavens in this room right now. We thank you that that's the power of heaven over our lives and, Lord, I make a de declaration over every mind, every body, every spirit, Father, right now in this room that it's under the sub subjection and the authority of the kingdom of God right now. And, Holy Spirit, we ask that there just be a release of pure fire of the heavenly realm in our lives today. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for healing. We thank you for the working of miracles. We thank you that you can do all things exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think today. In the, in the power that's released through us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. I feel good now. That was good. Listen, I'll just start to say, because there are so many things, my, my head is racing. I'll just start with a testimony about a dream I had two years ago. Actually, it was almost three years ago, probably. Before I knew Faye, what do I got? Um, my wife's thanking me. I mean, my wife's fixing me. And she's thanking me for being fixed. But the Holy Spirit, you know, I don't dream. I'm not like one of these guys that dreams all the time. I hardly ever dream or hardly can ever remember my dreams. But two years ago, I remember this dream distinctly because what had happened, I'm, I was in a vehicle. I pulled up to a gas station. I'm filling my car. Gas is pouring all over the place. I mean, spattering, spoon everywhere all over me, all over the car, all over the gas station. It's flooding the gas station. And I take a Zippo. You remember the old Zippo lighters? They're not really old. but And, and I, used to, I used to do this. Click, click to light it. Well, I hit, my, I hit the lighter, and boom, you know, you know what's going to happen. Lighting fuel, gasoline, <laughs> explosions. I'm consumed with fire, but I'm walking. Like, you know, it's almost like, you know, you can see Denzel Washington, man on fire. Come on. Except I'm a different color. 
This is what the dream consists of. And I knew it was from the Lord. I knew it was God releasing fire on my life. I knew it was God releasing fire on the ministry. I knew this was what the interpretation was. And I'm like, yay, God. It's all good in a dream. Except there was a distinct name above the gas station. And the gas station's name was Patron. Meaning petrol. So I think, great. Good. Fast forward. May 15th, 2014. Driving to our first meeting in, in the Philippines. Keep passing by all these stations. There's this red, white, and blue station. And the way it was angled, the Spirit of God hit me. And it ignited the dream right in my head. Bang, brought it right back to memory. And as I'm, I'm looking at the station, I began to weep because the name of the gas station was Patron. And it was the same colors, red, white, and blue. And I felt like, wow, God, now I know. This was the, before the first meeting, before we even stepped into the first place we were going to go. Never mind the fact that before we hit ground, there was a 6.3 earthquake somewhere in the Philippines. And we had prayed, Lord, go before us. Shake the nation before us. And at 6.33 p.m., we landed 9.35 or something like that, three hours before the Lord had released an earthquake in the nation. And that's not like some phenomenon because I know it's a, it's a place that has earthquakes often. But I, as, we, as we pass by this petroleum station and I see Patron, I just began to weep. I didn't tell anyone what was going on. And when we got to the pastor's office, I said, let me tell you about a dream I had three years ago. How many, knew, how many know that God was with us? How many know that before I had, was even thought of, before God's thoughts were even thinking about me or, any other, or, or the rest of us being in the Philippines that week or those two weeks, God had predestined it? And so as you step into a place and God goes, wow, I'm like, Father, this is crazy. You hear stories like this, but you never step into them sometimes. And so I've, I, come on, how many know my faith level went like up here? So we meet the pastors, awesome people. Listen, can I tell you, every place we went, the people we met, the pastors we met, they would just honor us. They would, it's just a culture, you know what? I know we talk, there's a lot of talk in Bethel about a culture of honor and all this stuff. Listen, you have no idea. You have no idea. At the tears of the Filipino people on my wrists, praying. The tears of the people on my body from praying for them. And there was such a hunger. Such a hunger. I said, God, what am I going back to? What am I going back to? 20 hours. Had a long time to think about it, Was We're flying back. No movies, no nothing. Holy Spirit's wanting to release fresh fire, fresh hunger in the room this morning. I'm telling you that God will release it if you're really hungry for it. I'm not talking about working up emotions. I'm not talking about going into some Pentecostal frenzy. I'm talking about if you're hungry for the things of the Spirit, I'm telling you He will release it today.
See, he knew that we were supposed to be there. He knew what was going to happen. See, God doesn't sit up in heaven and, and he's the author and oops. No, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. And I feel like this morning that there is such electricity in the air today that if you have real faith to receive something, I'm telling you, anything will be broken off your life this morning. Today. I'm saying it today. Because I'll, as I get into some testimonies, it's easy. It's easy for Jesus. It's not easy for Miles. It's not easy for Joe. It's not easy for Faye. It's easy for Jesus. So I had that vision. We go into the first meeting. And here we go. Ready? John 16, 13. I'm going to read from the Amplify because you know what? The Lord will tell you what you need. I don't need to come up with a fancy message this morning. I don't have to have three points. They don't all have to rhyme. But he knows what you need this morning. John chapter 16 and 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, what's the truth? Truth-giving spirit. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. Comes, he will guide you in all truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. The full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell you whatever he hears from the Father. What does that mean? That means the Holy Spirit hears from the Father and releases it to you, right? And he announces it and declares it to you that it's been given to him. And he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. I like that. If I can understand what's going to happen in the future, I don't need a psychic. Psychics are making a lot of money. If I know what's going to happen in the future, then I know where I'm supposed to go. I know who I'm supposed to walk. Listen, God speaks. When God speaks, he speaks with a whisper. It's not about, it. listen, sometimes if he's got to shout to you, I need a little volume or something. I feel like I'm straining. When he shouts his truths, he shouts his truths, but he whispers his secrets. And I feel like God wants to whisper some secrets this morning, wants to release secrets this morning. And it says this, it will happen in the future. He will honor and glorify me because he will take of or receive or draw upon what is mine and reveal and declare and disclose and transmit it to you. Don't you like that? Revelation knowledge. Does it come cheaply? No. God's asking you to move closer. And when we move closer to a holy God, he releases a spirit of holiness. And God's looking to pull us close. And he's looking to pull us closer, walk in, in, the, in the fullness and the power of God. So uh, we go into the first meeting. I meet the pastors. We go into this worship service. And I'm telling you, this band was just, well, they were off the charts. They were, they were amazing. And the heavens opened. And we began to just worship. And Joe was moving like you'd never seen move before. And he was shouting like you'd never seen him shout before. And the power and presence of God was in the meetings all week. We had three days of meetings. And so the Lord says to me, Miles, I don't want you to speak the message that you have right now. I want you to just do I'm like, great. What am I going to do? He said, you're going to speak 
he says, you're going to release this. Pray for, you're going to release healing for anyone who's, again, deafness or loss of hearing. So worship ends, have a couple announcements. They introduce me. And I said, we're going to do first. And they're looking at me. Anyone who has hearing issues, anyone who can't hear properly or has deafness, come forward. No one moves. So that's what happened. No one moved at first. I'm saying, oh, good God. Come on, you fight. I, you know, you want to fight with the Lord about things, but he knows. Come on, he knows the beginning from the end. I turn. There's a deaf school right here. All of a sudden, we have 23 deaf people in front of us. And the power of God hits. And people begin hearing. People's hearing begin to improve. Come on, some people get totally set free from being stone deaf. I don't need a golf clap on that one. No, really. You should be giving God a huge shout because Jesus is amazing. Because he knows. He knows what to do. He knows what we need. He knows where we need to be. He knows who needs hearing at the time of hearing. Did we know that there was going to be a deaf school in there? No, but Jesus knows that. That's why he wants to start with the working of miracles. It wasn't just healing. It was the working of miracles. And we prayed for some, and we prayed for them again. You feel better? Yeah, yeah, I feel better. Good. Pray some more. You got to work the miracles. And the Holy Spirit began to hit people and hit people. And I'm telling you, we got, we got story after story after story. There's no way I'll get through all this. Because it was like we stepped in with the Lord. At one point, I said to Joe, I go, I feel like, I feel like I'm John G. Lake. Like, we're, we're like, it's easy. It was so easy. There was a couple hard cases, and it was all healing, but people received such deliverance. Listen, this guy, this guy had these laser beam words that people would just, they just turned and mush and cry as we were ministering to folks. The spirit of prophecy was on Joe like I have not seen in, a long, in, in, in people in a long time. Releasing on people's lives. Why? Because they needed a word from God. And he's hearing, and he's speaking, and he's seeing, and he's speaking. I don't do that to, I don't do that to, to lift him up. It's Jesus. Because the message I declared that first day was that we live in an open heaven. That from the day that Jesus came up out of the water and was baptized, it was released, an open heaven over your life. That you don't need to leave, live in a life of limitations. And here in America, we love our, we love our, we love religion. We love our nice meetings. We like our goosebumps. Smile. I love you. But I'm telling you, God has wanted to release the in the nation. See, something that wants, and, it, and, if, and if it's in the Philippines, I say, God, I'm not going back and sitting in the same place and doing the same thing, and it won't ever happen again because the power and presence of God wasn't even, it wasn't even like, whoo, I feel great. No, it was just you walk and you speak. You spoke the word and people were healed. It wasn't, how's your back? 
They weren't looking for the pain. They were looking for the healing. And there's a complete difference in the mentality because we, we have our blue, blue cross blue shield. We have our Delta Dental. Come on, fill your teeth with gold right now. I, I'm, my faith level's up there. And we're waiting for something to happen. And if it doesn't work, then the doctors, well, we got that. We always have the doctors. And I, I'm not against doctors, but Jesus is the ultimate healer. And so there was such passion. Listen, people just came. I'd speak messages, and then I'm thinking, I'm wondering, do people really understand what I'm saying? And then they'd just come by, come up, and the fire of God would just go, as we, everyone we laid hands on. It was awesome. And let me tell you this, lady. I have a new adopted mother again. There's such favor on her life. And I don't think you know who's sitting next to you. That's what I'm convinced of, is you don't know who's sitting next to you. Because we are all powerful in the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, this lady brought us to one after another after another. We were in, we were in, the, we were in the poorest of poor, and then we were in a government building praying for executives. And where they mint the money, where they make passports. And we're in this boardroom that, like, Donald Trump would be in. It's like 25 chairs that deep and two ends and a screen. And we're having lunch with some very awesome ladies that just needed prayer. But that's how God moves. Because he wants to help the people that need the food. They're hungry. But I'm telling you, the spiritual hunger outweighs anything that was going on in people's hearts towards what I need physically. And so there was power, there was passion, Oh, I'm all I'm all messed up now. See, the kingdom of God isn't by word only, right? Because if it was by word only, <laughs> we already would have left. If it was by word, because we do a lot of yakking, I've done a lot of preaching about the miraculous. I've done a lot of speaking, declaring, seeing a little bit. Until I had two weeks of just nonstop. <laughs> right? Why? Because I'm in the ring of fire? That's what the name of the whole place is. We're all the way down to Australia, all the way down to the Central American coast. That's the ring of fire. <laughs> had a dream about fire. You don't want to go back. I don't want to come back. I love my wife and kids. That's why I come back. I don't want to go back. Lord, don't make it the same. Lord, don't make it the same anymore. And if I can provoke you to hunger, it's real. The reality of heaven is real right here, right now, today. Not a theory. No. The, the Word of God is, it, we need to declare the Word. But I'm telling you, God's looking to release the American church just as well as the Filipino church into a place where we release power. I'll shake under the power of God. I, you know, God, do whatever you got. You know, lay me out. I don't really care what you have to do. But please, just let it happen. I don't want politics. I hate church politics. I hate church politics. Did I mention that I hate church politics? I hate man-pleasing because, see, if we, what is, we can get along fine if we're, if we're, the Holy Spirit, what do we need the Spirit for? 
If we're doing stuff to please man, if we're doing politics, if we're doing all these other things that are religious, we don't need we don't need God. You don't need Jesus. What do you need Jesus for? Why do you need the Holy Spirit inside of you? You need the presence and the power and the, and the impact of the Spirit going into someone that's next to you, that's living with you. Did I tell you anything yet? Dry as a bone. I just have to give God glory because he did everything. Let me tell you. All right, I'll give you another story. How's another story? What do we got? Let me just stay here for a minute with the Holy Spirit because he's not, he's, he's a necessity. In the Western church, we think he's an option. I don't think he's an option. I think he's a necessity. And I think the spirit of burning is wanting to come to the church and break and mess us up. Because if you want to be messed up, you'll, he'll, he'll mess you up. But if, if, you wanna, if you wanna straddle the line and kinda walk in and out, he'll, 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 break, he'll break it, he'll mess you up. If you want him to. Because you are revival. You carry the spirit of revival. Revival's not coming, you are it. And it depends on what you do with it. And the Holy Spirit is definitely not an it. But I'm saying that the Holy Spirit is wanting something fresh to come on your life so that you're no longer the same. You're not going to sit there and, and continue to, to wait, wait. God, I'm waiting for you here. As many as were led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, right? God is spirit, and, and, and spirit of truth is coming to the church in America. I guarantee that. And there's this prophetic call on the Filipino church. Such a hunger for prophecy. Such a hunger for the word of the Lord. Such a hunger for the display of, of the kingdom. But the presence and power of God. I'm good. The presence and power of God is wanting to come to you. Okay. I'm not in a rush. You in a rush? Can I mess around? There was this, um, <laughs> yeah, we went to the Commission of Audit. Wasn't it the Commission of Audit? Yeah. Where they audit all the government, all sections of government. That's what they do. It's like a whole complex. Of course, Faye gets us into all these places. It was amazing. And they've got different rooms with different church, you know, where Christians can meet, Catholics can meet. They got rooms that are set apart. So I, we go in there, and they've got they've got my face plastered all over the building. <laughs> Kingdom Awakening is here, meeting at twelve twelve p.m. I'm like, wow. And then as we're walking, we have lunch. Nice people everywhere. Every place we went, we had to eat. I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm surprised I came back like this. I think I might have lost a little weight because I got wise to the rice eating on the on the second half of the trip. Rice three times a day? Maybe that's a low number. Rice all the time, but always phenomenal food. The food was fantastic. But everywhere we went, went to the government building, okay, we're going to eat. Of course, we got to eat before we have a meeting. Of course, we got to eat after the meeting. 
then we got to eat on the way to the next meeting. And Faye would bring us to another place. Oh, we're just going to get something here, too. She spoiled me and Joe. She really did. So we're moving through the building, and we, we, ate, our, we ate our dinner, our afternoon snack, <laughs> whatever it was. It wasn't even noontime. We ate a full meal. And as we came through the, the halls, I hear, we hear, Kingdom Awakening meeting, room, blah, 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 blah. So they're announcing the meeting. We get in there, there's not a few people, nice people, awesome people, but they all came in. And then uh, I had about, we probably had 50 people in that room. I'm like, wow. Every seat was filled. They were pulling other chairs down. And so I just spoke a message on, on uh, Ephesians 2.10 about God create, your God's created workmanship, your masterpiece. Just a quick word. Again, we have one hour. So we did just take the hour and. I spoke for about 35 minutes, and then we were going to pray for people. And I said, why don't we pray for people's backs first? Anyone with a, with a, with a bad back problem, come up. <laughs> Again, no one moves. <laughs> like, anyone with a bad back, come on. Sore back, people start coming up. Then we have a line, but it was like this. Ready? This is how easy it was. This is when we, when we left this, I was, in, I was in shock and awe because Jesus is just amazing. Jesus is awesome. Miles isn't awesome. Jesus is awesome. Just said that I had people come up, stand up, put your hands out, right? Go ahead, just just model it for me. And go like this, right? That was it the whole time. Holy Spirit healed his back. How's your back? Oh, good. Do I need to pray again? You sure? See, I wasn't sure because you know, I don't. We don't need any courtesy. But backs, shoulders, and then at one point we prayed for that lady with the goiter. This goiter on her neck. So I go, okay, put your hands out. Jesus is going to heal. Holy Spirit, come and heal. I put my hands to her neck. I said, where is it? She goes, it's gone. I didn't even get my hands to her neck, and it was gone. And I'm like, whoa, cool. This is really good. I don't even have to sweat. We're in air conditioning, and Jesus is just doing it. You know, it makes my life so much easier. And so this is what happened. Can I tell you, everybody that got prayer for healing in that room was healed. Everyone. Like the scripture said, Jesus healed all. Jesus healed all. Come on. That's just... Because it's supposed to be easy for Jesus. Where else are we going on the map of the Philippines right now? I'm giving you disjointed, you know, like I'm jumping around because what the Lord is just putting on my heart. So there was as many as are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons of God, because he, because the Spirit himself bears witness to our spirit that we're sons and daughters, right? Listen, so many, so many people, just the spirit of lack just need to be broken. And I said, Lord, what is it? And he said, it's the same at home. We have a lack mentality. We have, a, we have this mentality, you know, we might have a checkbook that isn't with lack. But spiritually, we're, we're impoverished. We are. Not you. But spiritually, 
the church tends to be impoverished. And I felt like, Lord, I just want to leave everyone with just clear ceiling over their head. I don't want anything holding people down. Don't you want to live a life that you don't have any ceiling over your head? You know, when I remember when I used to do crazy things and I was, I was out of control in my life, that I had this cloud over my head. You know, I had an anointing. It was just a cloud. <laughs> I had an anointing. <laughs> it was a little different. <laughs> I'd rather an open heaven where I can laugh and I feel good and, and God, nothing is limited in my life and that I feel like there's open heavens over my life, that there's all inclusive into what heaven's idea for my life is and that I don't, I don't shrink back. I just go for it. See, because don't let anyone tell you that you're dreaming too big. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you, you're, well, don't get too excited because after 20 years of doing this, I'm more excited than I was when I was probably one years old in this. I have to say. So I just don't, I don't think it's just, it's not just going to stay at the Philippines. It's coming to America. It's in America. And there's the glory of the Lord that wants to just come out of you. You know, it's funny because what happens when a jeweler shows you something of a jewel? When he shows you a diamond, what does he put it on? He puts it on a black velvet and so there can be darkness all around you, but there's light. As soon as the light hits you and you reflect the light, I'm telling you, you look pretty awesome. And so the Lord is really wanting us to understand who we are. And out of all of this, I think the Lord really wanted me to understand a little better who I was and who I was called to be and, and, where, I'm, and where I'm going and what it looks like. Because God knows I prayed a long time. I fasted fasted, prayed. God, when are, you gonna see, when are we going to see breakthrough? We went out to Tacloban, and uh, did I butcher that again, Danny? I butcher it every time. Tacloban. Better? Okay. <laughs> My pronunciation. Next time I go back, I got the dictionary because uh, they gave me the dictionary, so hopefully I'll learn a little more. But um. When we went out there, it was just phenomenal. We went with these pastors. They had a conference, and there we are out in a senior center building because all the other buildings were destroyed. We stayed at a, at a university. They, they housed us there. But so many awesome things happened there, people getting healed of heart. I, I can just give you a list, right? Heart conditions, cancers, uh, all kinds of kidney problems. People were just getting healed of one thing after another after another. And then people's lives just really being changed because just a word of hope, right? Hope deferred make the heart sick. But I tell you, we were just moving in the prophetic realm all together, all three of us. One would prophesy, then the other one would add, then the other one would add, then the other one would add. And people just left. They, they held us hostage. We were there the first day, and we quit too early, I guess. It was really, really hot. Can I just say it was really hot? And I sweat for like two people. Ask Joe. He's like, I never seen anyone sweat like that. I'm like, my shirts were soaked. And the Holy Spirit was just so strong. And so we'd do a meeting. I'd do a meeting. The other pastor would do a meeting. I'd do a meeting. The other pastor would preach. Then he'd preach. Then I'd preach. Then he all day. All day. Like nine to five. That's really 
So it was hot. But we saw so many awesome things. We saw that we saw um Okay, that's what I'll talk about. I'll talk about the youth meeting because that was one of my highlights. Right? I'm okay, right? The youth meeting was awesome because what happened was there was someone who wandered into our, our conference on healing in the prophetic. And I guess the previous revivalist was at a youth camp, had to leave for some integrity issues, I guess. That's what the word was, right? And um, so they were looking for someone to finish the meeting. And, of course, we showed up that night. I said, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. I love, you know, I love praying for the youth and seeing the young adults and all that stuff. So I said, yeah, let's go for it, you know. We did a meeting all day. Why not go to an evening meeting too, you know. So we did it. We went out there, and we were at this uh, pavilion. And there was about 60 to 80 kids, I don't know, somewhere in that. 12 to, 12 to uh, probably 16, 17, I guess. And, and they were from all different denominations, weren't they? And so <laughs> we pull up. It's dark. I guess they panicked because we were Americans thinking we wanted some big, uh, big payment for coming to the meeting or something. But I was like, good thing I didn't know that stuff beforehand, you know. Anyway, so, so they told us, you only have one hour. We have a lot of schedule, you know, we got a big schedule to, to, to do. And, and so as we're preparing, of course, we got there a little, actually, we got there on time. They were eating. Kids ate. They had worship. One girl singing. And I t could just feel the presence come down. One girl singing, no instruments. And the kids were just like, their antennas were up. They were just like hungry. You could feel it. And when that's, when it's like that, you want to talk about open heavens? Like, I'm like, God, you can just blow this place up right now. Fire. And so we're waiting. Pastor Rusty gives a message, and I'm thinking, oh, I got about 15 minutes. That's about all I got. Because they did worship. Pastor Rusty said some things. So I just gave a little word about, actually, it was about, it was the word I preached here about Samuel, about the message about Samuel, about we're a generation that needs to hear from God. And their, their, um, their mandate was to come in line with the Lord. Well, it didn't matter what I said. I could have said Jack and Jill ran up the hill. Really, that's what I feel like. Could have said anything. And they would have went. And then Joe got up and said, just release fire. And they were standing. And, and the kids were just standing and soaking in. And Joe began to release, release the fire. And then Emma comes back up and says, now our hour was up. She said, they told us we can have as much time as we want. I said, yeah. And then Faye was just amazing because Faye just started grabbing certain kids, just pulling them out. Here, pray for them. And this one kid, the first kid we prayed for, remember him in the blue shirt? I'll, I'll never forget his face. He just was like, it was blue. Blue with white stripes. I remember colors. Blue with white stripes. And he went down, and he was just, wow. And I don't think any of these kids ever experienced that before. But one went down. The next went down. The whole... The whole dock's now laid out. We got kids everywhere. They're all laid out, crying out for God. And the power and presence. There's one kid, that big kid. I said, pull him out. Come on, bring him over. She grabs him, and I pray for him. He goes down just like this. Boom. I knew he didn't experience that before. And he was like, yeah, God knocks him off his feet. No legs. Boom. He goes down. So I pray, go around the circle, and I kind of pray for another kid and come back. And 
I pray for him again. There was that thing that hit me back there. He's not vibrating under the power of God, right? He's vibrating. Now, I, see, I say all this to say I'm in the back now. Now I'm crying. I'm weeping. I'm saying, God, what is going on? He says, this is how it should be. He said, I see. I thought of Bob Jones' A Billion Youth. I thought about Bob Jones' prophecy that, that the, earth, the fullness of God would come upon a young generation. And the power of God was on these kids. And they were crying out. And they were, cr- they were crying. They were out on the ground. The, it was just, it was genuine. It was as genuine as I've ever seen. And the Holy Spirit was just wiping these kids out. Little, little girl. This one little kid, too. He was on crouched in like the Elijah position, I call it. Like a little fetal position on the ground on his, and he was just crying and shaking under the power of God. And I said, God, can we take this home? I want this home. Can I bring it home? John 14, 12 through 14 says this. Most assuredly, he said, verily, verily. You know that when, that's, when the Lord said that, he said, verily or truly, 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 I said unto you. It's, a, it's, a, it's brought out of the court. It's language from the courtroom. And it says, what do you do when you go before the court and, you, and you're supposed to do something? You're supposed to testify? That's what it means. Truly, truly, I tell you the truth, the absolute truth. That the things that I do, you're going to do, and even greater. I'll tell you about the, we were down, we prayed for that kid that had the deaf, deafness broken off of him. We were down in that place, we fed all these mothers. Listen, we fed, we got to feed families. And by the way, I didn't stop to say, everyone in this church that supported us, listen, you are all, you are all, you receive this. Really, I felt your prayers, but you receive what we just went and stepped into. You receive the fruit of that. And so I just feel like there's something that the Lord is, is speaking in. Today, I, I feel like his hand is like reaching out to you. Everyone, I mean, there's just such power in partnering. And so... Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me and the works that I do also, greater works than these shall, you shall do. Whatever you ask in my ma- name, I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And so we were down in, in the feet. We were doing the freeding program down in Manila. The young man got healed of uh, deafness. And, and then... Before that, we had given out goodie bags for single mothers. And just to tell you, even back in Tacloban, we, we did a whole nother thing of goodie bags for like 100 people. And, and then we also, what the money went for was to bring, to, to do farming. So we didn't give it for food because the food will eventually go away. But they put the money into sustained farming. And so we'll do some more of that in the future. We'll back them and, and doing that. And that was just, I thought that that was more valuable than buying 20 bags of rice to feed whoever for the moment, but they're going to give it to sustained farming, and that was awesome. And so, um, but we're in, that, we're in that area, and we pray for this guy with a stroke. 
This was a good story. This is a good story. We prayed for two victims with a stroke. Three. One didn't have, one was at the end of one of the meetings, but we saw cons- amazing results for this guy. So I'm sitting next to him while he's eating. He's asking me why I'm not eating. I'm like, dude, I eat everywhere I go. I'm not eating here. And he's just talking to me. And he said, I had a stroke. Um, and I haven't worked for five years. Young, he wasn't that old. You know, he was probably in his, he might have been in his 50s, right? Yeah. And um, he hadn't worked for five years. And I said, well, we're going to have to pray for you before we get out of here. And so as we went over, we prayed for him, right, all three of us. We laid hands on him. And he sat in the same place the whole time while I talked to him. He didn't get up. He didn't do anything. So we prayed for him, and then I grab, him, I grab his hand, the hand that's on the left side, and he just begins, he, he like, honestly, he, he, he almost hurt me. All of a sudden, his hand quickened like this. His thumb was still a little, had an atrophy going on. But then all of a sudden, his arm starts going, pshit, pshit. He starts flailing his arm around. Next thing I know, he's up. Listen, there was another lady who we prayed for who was a stroke victim at the, at the conference at the beginning. And I tell you, she came in beat down, depressed. I mean, she couldn't move. I just wanted to take, her hand was so disfigured because of it was, it was like uh, withered. So both Joe and I felt the same way. I just wanted to take it and go, <coughs> you know. But I'm like, well, unless the Lord says I'm not doing anything crazy like that. But we just began to pray for her, right? Next thing we know, <laughs> she takes her cane and she's, <laughs> and she's still dragging her leg. She's, come on, she's still dragging her leg, but she has faith to believe I'm going to be good. I'm going to be all set. And so she goes into the lunchroom like this. She comes out after the next, to the, for the next session and I'm looking for her, except I can't find her. Why? Because her countenance is totally changed. Her face isn't drooping anymore. And I'm like, is that the same lady? We prayed for her again, but there was, con- there was like, wham, the anointing hit, and there was faith to believe. Was she completely healed when she left? When, when we left? No. I'm going to just give the truth. But she was like 80% better. Okay. So that tells me by the time she went home, got to bed, and all the atrophy and all the physical therapy stuff was done, she's healed. Well, God works. you got to work the miracles, right? Phenomenal. Another little kid. Oh, yeah, that was another one. That was, oof. I had this little three-, four-month-old kid. The guy drove three hours to bring his son for prayer. Just driving one hour through Manila traffic is enough. But he brought him three hours down, and he said he just, he has seizures. He's three months old, and, he, and, his, and his temperature was always high. So what did I do? I just, I just, Faye was with me. He had, his, his diaper was wet, too, <laughs> little, little man. But he was squalling. He was carrying on. As soon as I grabbed him, it was funny, guys. As soon as the presence of God came on the kids, they just get docile. So I took hold of him. He's in my arm, wet diaper and all, against my body. And he's messing with my watch. And I'm just praying, Jesus, just take the seizures now. No more seizures. Make his temperatures normal. Bring him back to normal temperatures in his whole entire body. Because even when his temperature went down, it was still high. 
I could feel him just the, the thermometer. And so I said, God, did you heal him? He goes, I healed him. I go, how do I know? He goes, well, I said in my word that when he brought the, the, the person with the seizures that was falling in the fire, I just spoke the word, and he was healed the very next moment. He said he's healed. Healing upon healing upon healing. So then we had all these other things happen. <laughs> oh, God. We got so much. Listen. This is about you. I'm going to read this, Colossians 1, verse 19. It says this. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. Colossians 2 and verse 9. For in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you, what does it say? Are complete in him, who is the head over all principality and power. What does that mean? It pleased the Father that all the fullness of Jesus Christ would live inside of you. Do you have that revelation this morning? Because that's the truth. That's the truth. You got the truth. Take the truth. There's so much more. There's so much more than what you've been seeing, what you've been asking for. There's so much more. The anointing is so strong in your life, you don't even know it. Overall principality and power. That means if a demon comes to mess with you, you take authority. It's by the word spoken that you break the power of any darkness at any time at any given. But listen, God's requiring something. That we walk in righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness, why? We're walking clean before the Lord. Listen, the, the, the more fire that he brings, the more cleaned up the church is going to look. So be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. Seek first the kingdom of God, right? Luke 12. All these things will be added to you. It said this, that it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Listen, I, I love that verse. But it is true. It's more than something we can just put on our refrigerator. The presence and power of God is so strong. So strong. But you can't take credit for any of it. I love that. I like that. I like it when we're in meetings and people get spontaneously healed. Because then you can't say, oh, I healed him. It was me. Who are you? You want God to use you, absolutely. But it's, what did Jesus say? He said it was to give the Father glory. It was all to give the Father glory. And hopefully today I gave the Father glory. I'll tell you just a couple more things. And let me just say, when Faye put together this thing, I, I had no idea. We just had so many divine appointments outside of all the other things that we were supposed to do. I mean, everywhere we went, we were praying people in malls. We were praying for people in restaurants. It was just nonstop. That's why when you come back, it was almost like I went into culture shock. It's not almost. I did. I went into culture shock and said, wow, where am I going? What do I do today? I'm going back to work? Really? 
Holy Spirit means business. And he's got good business practices. I'm telling you, every place we went, Anything else I need to share for now? We can share more later, I guess, but I just feel like uh, I feel like that's enough for today. Isn't that enough? Maybe Will, if you could help me a little bit. I just want you to position yourself to receive to this morning or this afternoon now. Stand up, shake off the dust. Everyone was very attentive. There must have been good stories. But I think what I'll do is, uh, first thing, we just, if you need healing in your body, it's in the air right now. See, that was the main thing I really realized. That's the main thing I realized is that healing was really easy. It's really easy for the Lord. If I just get out of the way and you say, Holy Spirit, come and heal my body. I know there's people in the room. I need Wendy. Wendy, can we get Wendy Latoff out in the aisle over here? Yeah. I just wanted to pray for you, okay? Everything's going to be all right. Okay? It's all good. Okay. I'm just taking care of this. Blow that stuff away. I'm just going to pull a couple people out, okay? Because I just feel like mischievous. more migraines. engage with the, with the Lord, right? That's all. Just engage. That's good. Just put your hands right out. Don't worry. That's good. The Lord's so good. He's good. He's good.
One more. Just keep praying. Just keep believing. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep praying. Keep believing. God's raising you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. She's fine. Hmm. Just breathe in. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. Anyone who has asthma issues, breathe, breathe, breathe. Heart issues, breathe them in. Shoulders, all kinds of joints. Listen, when we were praying for people, it was just like spontaneous. Shoulders, backs, yeah, hearing. Anyone who has a hearing issue, Right now, David, really, just take it. See, there's a nice blanket of the Holy Ghost right in the room now. We just speak to every cancer cell, and it does never come back. Never, never, never come back. So we're just going to think, really, the backs, the shoulders, the knees. That was just like easy stuff. It was like automatic. Just one command, they were done. So just one blanket command, they're done. How's that? It's good. I love seeing that. And there's no reason why it has to be on the opposite side of the globe, because I get really jet lagged when I come back. <laughs> If we can get into trans relocation, it'd be a whole lot easier. Save me time, money. All right, so uh, if Faye, Faye, Danny, my wife, Marie, Joe, we just release what we have, right? Freely we receive, freely we give it to you. That's how the, the end will be, the ending here. And God's so good, he's just going to give you something. But you just have to want it. That's all. Just come forward and want it and receive it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So come, I'm just going to speak a prayer. Because really what, what, what the Lord wants to do, listen, we came from the ring of fire, had a dream about fire, and it was fire the whole time. And so what the fire is going to do is going to burn off. It's going to break limitations off your life. Every limitation. Not just some. Every limitation. Because Jesus never told us. He, the disciples asked, Lord, teach us to pray. Didn't say, teach us how to pray for the sick. Didn't say, teach us how to preach. He said, teach us how to pray. And Lord, 
Help us in our unbelief. So, Father, we just ask that you release that now. We break all limitations now in Jesus' name. Breaking it off in Jesus' name. Lord, your word is true. We ask for more, Father. More, more, more. Nothing's holding us back. What do you got there? Get that guy with the ankle. So come on. If you want it, come get it. Not going to run out there and grab anyone. If you don't want it, you don't need it, just come forward.
because of all that's going on and the Spirit moving. We're going to postpone the meeting on hearing the Holy Spirit, hearing God until next week. But if you want to sign up and let us know you're interested, Helen Bickle has a sign-up sheet. So if you're interested in participating in the exercises with us, holy, hearing the Holy Spirit, hearing God, just give, give your name to Helen, and we'll have our little 10-minute meeting after church next Sunday, okay? All right.